and we're going shopping, but we need to shop better. This may seem as simple as uh, last week's chat about how to do laundry better, but quite a few of you have downloaded that and <laughs> gleaned useful information. We're not going to go over old ground like what some supermarkets do, you know, having you buy the groceries first so you feel you're now sufficiently virtuous to add the chocolate biscuits later and so on. This is a bit different. Emily Guy Birkin is a Milwaukee-based personal finance writer. She's the National Finance Writers. She's won the National Finance Writers Award in America. Her books include The Five Years Before You Retire, Choose Your Retirement, and End Financial Stress Now. The Smartest Ways to Shop According to Science. She's also written about that. Hi, Emily. Hi there. I want to get to retirement planning before we finish today, if you don't mind. But to cover off shopping... First, uh, we know we're manipulated when we shop. And as you say, we're also bad at knowing what makes us happiest. So Mm -hmm. chances are we regularly purchase things that are a waste of money. How to curb that, first of all, Emily, because in a a learned sort of way, you say to beware hedonic adaptation. In plain English, what's that? So hedonic adaptation means that we get used to what we have. And so that is why um, people who win the lottery, you know, win millions of of dollars um, are back within about a year to two years to their same level of happiness they were before they won. Uh, And for the same reason that people who have, um, you know, uh, very difficult um, Uh, injuries or um, health problems get back to where they were before they happened. Um, So the human mind is just really good at getting used to things. So in terms of shopping, what that means, uh, whatever it is that you treat yourself to buy becomes old hat very quickly. Uh, And so that's part of the reason why, you know, the new car you were so excited to buy doesn't feel exciting within a couple of weeks of having uh, driven it off the lot. <laughs> it doesn't seem fair with cars, does it? Because you've paid so oh. much money for them, but you're, you're quite right. All of a sudden, you're completely used to the new thing that you sort of hankered after for so long. Yes. And that ends up adding to lifestyle creep. So the, uh, for instance, I really love Brie. And when I was in college, my, my roommate and I, we, we used to, uh, we splurge every once in a while because we were poor college students. We couldn't really afford even like the, the cheap Brie. Uh, But by the time I was an adult and making regular money and could buy Brie anytime I wanted, it would go bad in my fridge. And that's because I had, I was used to it now, instead of it being a um, rare treat that I could, I could get, you know, only because my roommate and I, you know, decided to go in on it together. And, you know, uh, it had become just a normal thing that I could pick up on any grocery shop. The Brie effect. That's, you should should patent that. So (laughs) rather than yearn for big, ticket items to improve our lives, uh, we'll, we'll get used to them, as you say, or we might not be able to afford them, actually, but we still buy them. The answer, I think, is for, from you is small ticket items. Yes. Um, researchers have found that the details of your day-to-day life can increase your level of happiness or your level of, of annoyance, um, uh, life annoyance, than irregular events. So if you were given the option of, you know, go for a 
uh, luxury weekend spa retreat um, for four days or meet your friend for a movie twice a month um, for the for the next year, you might go, oh, yeah, absolutely. I want the spa. But the thing is, the spa weekend because of hedonic adaptation, you'll get used to it. You know, you'll get there in the first, you know, hour or day even will feel fantastic. But by the next day, <laughs> it is normal. <laughs> uh, and then there's also, uh, we tend to edit out in our own heads, the annoyances associated with something like booking a weekend at a luxury spa, you know, finding the dog sitter, um, <laughs> making sure that you miss uh, traffic um, because it's a holiday weekend and everyone's heading out of town. But you don't even think about it when you're kind of comparing that with the possibility of, you know, a biweekly date with your best friend. Yeah, so it's the little details and routines of our daily lives that are a better guide to what will satisfy us most when we buy things, when we shop. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, it's very easy to, you know, look at things and go, that will solve all of my problems, <laughs> you know, and I never even knew it existed until 20 seconds ago. Uh, but if you are trying to spend your money in a way that is really going to feel satisfying, and if you are trying to um, create a life that feels good, uh finding ways to build in little pleasures um, regularly is going to make much bigger difference than, um, you know, a big vacation. Now, that's not to say that you shouldn't plan big vacations or, or, or things like that. Um, but when it comes to those sorts of big purchases, uh, something that you can do is actually plan ahead for them uh, because giving yourself some time to anticipate this uh, this big vacation or a big purchase uh, will actually add to your enjoyment of it. Uh, that is because of a something called the Zygernik effect. Um, that's a cognitive bias that means that we're more likely to remember a task that we um, haven't completed compared to one we have. So uh, if you've ever gotten into the middle of a book and and had to put it down because you had to go do something, all you can think about is that book. If you uh, you know can click to buy and boom, it's done, then you've closed that loop on the, um, the Zygarnik effect in your mind um, and it's over. You're not really thinking about it anymore. Whereas if you are, you know, planning a trip to Machu Picchu or you are thinking through like, what exactly do I want when I uh, get a new sofa, you actually get a chance to spend more time thinking about it and kind of anticipating and enjoying it. So when you actually um, have it arrive, when you when you get to that point, you are going to feel better and feel um, have more enjoyment from whatever it is you're spending the money on. So the implications of that. So although I feel like staying home and I'm grateful I can just get a pizza delivered, I will get more satisfaction out of going down to the pizzeria, smelling the smells, perusing the menu, watching them make it. I mean, I'm sure people will disagree and, uh, disagree and say, nah, it means I can stay at home. But I wonder if that's true. Uh, you can take my stay home in, and watch Netflix from my cold, dead hands because <laughs> um, uh, there are definitely times when, uh, you know, delivery pizza is the greatest invention of, of uh, humanity. <laughs> Um, but there is definitely something to be said for um, 
making sure that that does not become something that you hedonically adapt to uh, because there are so many little things that you might miss by, you know, going out and actually, um, you know, meeting the people who are making your pizza and actually, you know, checking out places other than the ones that have an app to, to uh, deliver the pizza directly to you. <laughs> Emily Guy Birkin is talking to us. You know, going back to an earlier point you made about the things you actually buy. So if if you get just the right, this is something I've done recently, get just the right phone mount, phone holder for the dashboard of your car so you can easily see the GPS. If you if you find comfortable underwear or a shoe brand at last or that makes your feet comfortable or a watch, although a watch can be quite expensive, but a watch that finally does just what you want a watch to do. Those smaller things that you kind of, that will make you grateful every day, is that the ticket really? Uh, that definitely is uh, a big part of it. There's the old joke about um, what are the two happiest days in the life of someone who owns a boat? It's the day they buy it and the day they sell it. <laughs> because we think like we're imagining being out on the water, wind in our hair, you know, all of those wonderful things. But there is a lot of little things that you have to do to maintain a boat, similar to, you know, having a uh, a pool in your backyard. There's so much you have to do to maintain it. You're going to wear those socks day in, day out, over and over and over again. And that is actually going to mean more to you than having socks with your uh, your toes po- poking through with the boat that you don't ever actually take out on the water. <laughs> I know people like that. So, okay, to get into this further a bit, we're in a store and we see something and we think I could really use this around the house. And sometimes that works and sometimes whatever it is sits on a shelf and Sometimes visitors see it and say, what on earth made you think you'd ever use the clock that tells the time underwater in the bath? Uh, you'd, <laughs> you advise better understanding your past. Can you explain that? Uh, so it can be really helpful to think back when you're in the the midst of one of those like gimme gimme moments where like this looks amazing. I have to have that wall mounted bass fish that <laughs> a bass fish that sings um yeah you've got uh you know that thought if you think back when's the last time i bought something on this kind of impulse and where is that thing that i bought it doesn't take much to think back on the last time you did that yeah those impulses that come up on you in a store i mean i think we've probably all heard the advice of you know, resist the initial urge, walk around the store, come back, see if you feel the same way. It's getting harder to carry cash, and people don't. Mm-hmm. They just like tapping and going. But do you still carry it? Because there is a good reason to carry cash, isn't there? Yes. Uh, so when you carry cash, there is a um, an actual sense of pain when you part with that cash. Uh, I will never forget when my youngest was, oh, probably about four or five years old. He had gotten some money from his grandmother or something like that. And he wanted to buy a Batman toy. Uh, And so we're like, okay, that's fine. And the minute he had bought it, his little eyes filled with tears because he didn't want the money to be gone. 
<laughs> but he wanted the Batman and you could just see it like just g- going through this whole grief process and you don't feel it when the way that you pay is um, is tapping a card or, you know, tapping uh, something on your phone. You do not feel that pain. So there is definitely a benefit to carrying cash um, if you can, because it can help you um, remember that the money is really gone when you make a purchase. I think you've just revealed a profound truth. I don't want the money to be gone either. I'm sure most (laughs) Yes. We all don't want the money to be gone. Speaking of which, a few quick questions. Thank you for your time so far. But just before you go, in the book Five Years Before You Retire, I'm always conscious of the vast gulf that exists between what the experts say is the money you need for retirement, either a comfortable level or a no-frills level. The gap between that and, in our case, the quarter of Kiwis going into retirement, either still renting or trying to pay off a mortgage. You have a couple of interesting ideas here. One is a a plan B retirement strategy. What is that? Mm -hmm. Instead of, you know, if money were no object, what's everything I I could possibly dream of having? Start with what is the least I need to feel comfortable and satisfied with my life. So uh, for instance, I I knew a woman who um, had a really reduced retirement. Um, She and her husband had lost quite a bit of money in, I believe, 2008 um, uh, downturn. Uh, And so uh, when I knew her, she was widowed living in a group home for seniors um, in very reduced circumstances. This is nobody's idea of a dream retirement. But she was actually quite happy because the way she put it, she had a roof over her head. She had three square meals a day and um, she was able to get to the library because she was an avid reader and she had all the books she wanted. That can give you a really good um, uh, starting off point for saving for retirement because somewhere between your dream big and your plan B is going to be your actual retirement for most people. And even if you get to a position where you're, you have your plan B retirement, if you've thought about it ahead of time and you know like... I need to know that I will see my grandchildren weekly. I need to know that, you know, I can um, still get out and play pinochle with my friends, you know, whatever it is that's important to you, recognizing you can have that even if you retire into an economic downturn, even if there is uh, something um, hinky that happens with your uh, with your investments or anything like that, that allows you to kind of have some more leeway to recognize that happiness does not have to lie in the dream big retirement. It can lie anywhere in your retirement. That seems like very sensible advice, except for the fact that I don't think we play pinochle. (laughs) So anything else that happens to you above the plan B and lets you live a bit more easily is then regarded as a bonus and makes you happier. Yes, absolutely. And that's uh, most human unhappiness comes from unmet expectations. So uh, tempering our expectations, recognizing, um, you know, if you're expecting to uh, retire to be a globetrotter and live in luxury and all of that, um, even a very comfortable retirement is going to feel miserable. You can uh, much more easily enjoy 
all the things you're able to do instead of compare it to this huge dream that frankly, very few people are going to be able to, to, to reach. And last thing, one phenomenon here and um, Emily and probably in the US is to sell up in a big city and then buy into a smaller town with more money to live on as a consequence. And I know there may be drawbacks with access to good medical services and so on. But I think your advice is to go and visit that other place. Uh, maybe go and visit in winter uh, mm-hmm. instead. Road test your plan, yeah? Yes. Uh, well, we've all had that experience of um, being on vacation in a beautiful place um, during its most wonderful season. Um, and if you were ever to decide to move there, you would find like, oh, goodness, like this is wonderful in, in June and, and miserable in February. <laughs> it feels like a different place if you live there all the time. How are you going to feel about the people who come seasonally? Taking the time to kind of test drive wherever it is you're thinking you want to retire to um, and particularly when it is not at its best. <laughs> is a really good way to help you um, decide if something's going to work for you before you fully commit to it. How will you feel about the people who come seasonally? Yeah, that's a very good consideration (laughs) if you move to a kind of resort place. So Mm -hmm. um, good to chat. Where do you think you'd like to retire to in the US? Because it gets cold near the Great Lakes in winter, doesn't it? Would you want that when you're old? Oh, that's a good question. So I... um, uh, I do not particularly care for winter. <laughs> I'm not from, uh, I live in Milwaukee. I'm not from here originally. We came here for my husband's job. Um, however, I uh, have been to Texas and Florida and they have really big bugs there. And I would rather <laughs> stay where there's winter than, uh, you know, have to contend with uh, the living dinosaurs that are alligators that you get in Florida and the uh, the palmetto bugs that are big enough they could take a toddler. So uh, I'll, I think for retirement, my plan is I'm going to hire someone to handle the snow removal for me, but I'm going to stay put. <laughs> yeah, they don't tell you about the big bugs in Florida and Texas, do they? Oh, goodness, oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, lovely. <laughs> Thank you very much for giving us your time and, and uh, very good advice. Uh, it's been wonderful. Thank you.